0: So don't fight the imposter syndrome, don't try to avoid it, don't try to hide it from yourself, embrace it, accept it and move on because I promised you that when you look back you will be feeling very very proud of yourself. Hello beautiful people you are listening I am Antwena and this is your host Patricia Manley. I am a first generation immigrant, a mom a woman in tech, an international speaker, a healthy living evangelist, but above all, I am finally myself. This is your podcast, a space where you can listen to stories and lessons learned that can inspire you to grow and become a better version of yourself. Real life stories that will show you that you can also be the person you want to be. Practical tips and wisdoms with no filters coming from the heart always with humor and that Latina twists that everybody loves. Be ready for a lot of fun but also a lot of empowerment because if I can do it, you can do it too. Let's get started. Hello beautiful people, how was your week? I hope you're having an amazing week. i um, what a wig. Start this one with International Woman Day. That is a day that I never celebrate before, I have to say, but the older that I'm getting and the bigger my community of Montuanas are becoming, the more I have reasons to celebrate because all of you inspire me so much and this day is kind of like a celebration of all of us together. But reflecting about one of the things that as a woman really made a difference in my life was discovering my imposter syndrome. Something that I think I suffer pretty much all my life without realizing it. And you know, when I knew about this concept, three years ago, in a conversation with my ex boss while sunbathing in a hotel in Las Vegas. Uh, We were having a casual conversation, reviewing our notes, and I was talking to her about my doubts and excuses, I think, why things hasn't worked out in the way that I wanted. And she just simply say, you probably are suffering of imposter syndrome. And I didn't have a clue what she was talking about. I was like, "Uh, yeah, maybe, Um, yeah, yeah possible? I don't know. I don't think so. And then I went away. I googled the concept and it was like a bucket of cold water, like a live old moment, but with a sad realization. It was finally looking myself in the mirror and see what was the reason I was stuck in many aspects. So for the people that never heard the concept before the imposter syndrome refers to an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be to put it very very easy imposter syndrome is the experience of feeling like a funny you know you feel as at any moment you're going to be found out as a fro like you don't belong where you are and you only got there through really good luck. It can affect anyone, no matter their social status, work, background, skill level, or degree of expertise. So let me tell you some of the signs of imposter syndrome, just in case you have some of them. Self-doubt and inability to realistically assess your skills. Attributing your success to external factors, so it's never you, it's something else. Fear that you won't live up to expectation, overachieving, sabotaging your own success. I say self-doubt. Yeah, self-doubt again. And setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. Is that any sounds similar to you, familiar to you? And if you feel that some of them apply to you, welcome to the club. I was there 100%. I couldn't believe that I was suffering from this syndrome, but I was definitely in that situation in many, many areas of my life. So I'm coming from a background where you introduce yourself with your professional title rather than what you really are. You know, like when people say, oh, Patricia, who are you? And we usually say, I am an accountant. I am a lawyer. I am a delivery manager rather than that to say what you really are like as an individual so going into fields that i didn't have or i i didn't earn the title i always felt fake i felt like people was going to realize that i actually didn't know anything about it so if you think that i look like i have everything together that I never feel like that let me give you some examples so you might feel that you are not the only one okay so my first job in tech was in a field never heard in my country and when I got the job the only thing they gave me was a bunch of cds to install the software and a link to manuals to read and after just probably over a couple of months I was out and about going into clients as the expert in business intelligence, well inside of me, I was petrified that people was going to figure it out. I was just starting, but obviously I couldn't say anything about it. so what about when I started my online business with no knowledge of business whatsoever? I was afraid to call myself as an entrepreneur. I was afraid to introduce myself like one entrepreneur. When in networking events, I was uh, surrounded by people with businesses that they have been running for years and years and years. So I feel really strange to mention it. And I used to mention it like, I don't know, like I was asking for permission to be. Like, I don't know if I deserve that title, but yeah, this is who I am. And when I was talking to a potential client, for example, I was feeling that I wasn't a makeup artist. I wasn't a skincare specialist, I wasn't a nutritionist and I was worried always about not having under my belt, I don't know, previous study, studies without realising that what I was doing was just recommending something that I was using and I was passionate about it. But I always feel, or for a while, not always, for a while, well, long while, I feel that I needed to have that certification in any of these three areas to actually be talking about those things. But the biggest one, to be honest with you, was my last job. Another one that I'm having now, my previous job, a job that I started with literally experiencing the area. So when I was in my previous job, to the previous, I got some certifications, some things, but I couldn't really apply them. And then I got this job when I was going to save the team, I was going to redo the team, I was going to do a lot of things, but I really didn't have any experience. It was a difficult team to work with and and the company as such was a very fast pace. I didn't have a chance to breathe, stop and think. So within the first two years, I probably learned the equivalent of five or six years of experience in other companies. But I always have that image in my mind that people was going, was going to realise that I was not the expert. And with this, I was presenting myself always with doubt, not sure of doing the right thing, and always waiting for others' approval. You know, like, it's when you are little that you say something and then you look at your mom or you look at your dad looking for reassurance that you are saying or doing the right thing. This is the way that I was feeling for the first two years. I was trying to figure it out my way but also I think my body language was showing that I wasn't sure that I have doubts and with that people in some way took advantage of that or didn't take me seriously and then you can you know attribute that to other things like oh I don't know I'm a woman or an immigrant or I will you know any excuse but actually part of that I think was a lot of my body language not showing that I was confident of what I was doing or what I was saying. So by the third year, I was very unhappy with my job and my performance. And usually the first thing that you do when that happens, especially in technology, is you just look for another job, for a new job. So that is the decision that I make. Rather than sit down and really think about what's going on here, I just started looking for a job because I was not wanted to work there anymore. And then I got an interview out of the blue, someone in LinkedIn approached me and obviously at that point I was open about it and then I went to this interview. And I went to this interview just to literally practice like nothing else. I was going to practice, I'm going to see what what was going on in the market. I was out of the market to say for three years, so I didn't know what was going on outside where I was working. And to be honest with you, that interview was amazing. I literally nailed that interview. There were two interviews and you know when you feel when you go out of a meeting or presentation or an interview and you go out like feeling like 10 foot tall and thinking I nailed these, Mainly because all the questions that they asked me were situations and things that I was going through, I went through and obviously I had the experience. So the interview went quite well and actually I got a proposal from them. Unfortunately, the money wasn't there, the, you know, the offer wasn't good enough for me to leave my, my job at that time. But one thing I kept from that and I realised that I knew what I was doing. I was like, I have this thing together. I know what I was doing. So it was a little bit like realising that for all this time, I was doing the right thing because these people were quite impressed with the way that I was handling the thing during the interview and even they throw me last minute business case and I just went there and explained everything that I needed to explain. So when that happened, and I realised that my behaviour changed. And I realised that I knew what I was doing. And with that, the perception of others started changing. And I could see it. I could see myself in the meetings when people were asking me things. And me, rather than go for approval for the technical lead or, from this, or for my boss or for someone else, I was on the ball, I was answering all the questions. And if I didn't know what was the issue or what was the problem or or, or the answer, I was just like, don't worry, I will come back to you. And I was making sure that I was going back to that person. And also I start understanding what people were expecting from me, Um, I think I was a little bit blocked with like, I don't know what what to do or, you know, they are going to realise that I'm not good enough, that I couldn't stop and think about what is the information that that person want from me? What is what they want that they're going to feel satisfied and identify the different levels of information that everybody needed from me? And with that, I was outspoken. I was i starting to express my ideas a little bit better. I grew by becoming more assertive in my answers. And as I say before, I was on the ball, like literally on the ball. And then suddenly a new boss came and these boss really, really kicked my ass and pushed me to go beyond that I was used to and it was really really hard at the beginning I was even scared of <laughs> answer questions coming from from these boss but then after a little while when I start demonstrating that I knew what I was talking about that I was assertive that I was answering the questions and the inquiries or the questions or the questioning about my job or my teams start to diminish at the point that the majority of their meetings at the end there weren't any additional questions and that for me was a triumph that for me was like wow and with that I realized what was my value and I realized that I was able to give more but also i wanted i wanted more i wanted more i want i wanted to do a lot more so i'm not saying to you that if you are feeling like that at your work you just go and find a new job no i'm not saying that that was my way to have like awakeness like awareness. i don't know if that is a word <laughs> but to have that awareness to wake up of a situation where I was in, like, in a loop of feeling afraid every single second that I was there. So, if you are listening to this and you are like, "Oh my God, that is so me! That is so me at work. That is so me with my business. That is so me at university, on my studies." So then, I have a few tips that I can give you. A few, I don't know, advice, uh, points that you can take with you and start making changes in your behavior. So the number one is know the signs. You know, if you find it hard to accept praise, if you are convinced you're not enough, if you apologize for yourself when you actually didn't do anything wrong and you find always thinking that you were just lucky, That is one of the things that you need to be aware. So create the awareness of those things. Let go of your inner perfectionist. That is the number two. When you set extremely high standards and you suffer of this syndrome, you might feel like a fraud because you are comparing yourself to some perfect outcome that is either unrealistic or impossible. So don't try to do that. Don't be that perfectionist. And I'm, I'm guilty of one of those things. I always want to look perfect. Um, I want people to think that I am perfect, but I have to realise that that wasn't, that wasn't the case. Number three, be kind to yourself. Turn down the negative thoughts and practice more positive thoughts by turning those negative into a good ones. For example, if you find yourself thinking, I just got lucky, think about what steps I took and what work I put in to get to this point. Give yourself more realistic goals. This is what we were talking about in the the second point. Number four, track and measure your success. When you feel like an imposter, one of the hardest things to grasp is how much of a role you have in your own success. Why? Because you always say that something else external to you was the one that make you create your success. So you might default then to look look, luck of others' hard work when in fact your own work, knowledge and preparation have a lot to do with it. To help show yourself that you're actually doing well, keep track of your wins. In a private document, in your computer in a journal or whatever but put every time that you do something good just put it on a paper because one is going to help you to go through that um, regularly but also if you're going into appraisals with your bosses and things like that you can have that as backup and say hey I have done this I have done that And that is a really, really good thing. And the same thing with your business. When you have little wins, just put it in a journal or somewhere that you can remember. Go look back and say, "Wow, that is the reason why I am here. Talk about it with a mentor or your manager or both. So ask for help. Don't keep this to yourself. They can give you tools and techniques to see you growth and to guide you through how to shine and gain gain visibility. And that is one of the things I did. At some point, I realized I can do this by myself. This is too much work. I can't have my eye on the ball if I have so many balls around. So I decided at some point to talk with my boss and say, look, I need help, we need help. This is not this is not working. And the moment that a new person came into the team and I I could focus more into what I needed to be on top of, things change. But also another thing that I did was to ask for help with mentors. So I found mentors in my job and those mentors really gave me a different view of things. They talk about their own experiences. They talk about the best practice that they have. And I was able to take that with me. The same thing happened with my business. I look for life coaches. I talk constantly with my mentor when I'm struggling with some things. And, you know, those people are the experts. They are, they are the ones that can help you to get out quicker and to really show you how to shine and how to, as I said before, gain that visibility that you sometimes need. One of the things that also help is develop a new script. Become consciously aware of the conversation going on in your head when you are in a situation that triggers your imposter feelings. This is your internal script. Then instead of thinking, oh, well, till they fan out that I have no idea what I'm doing, tell yourself something like everybody who starts something new feels off base in the beginning. I might not know all the answers, but I am smart enough to figure it out. So instead of looking around the room and thinking, oh my God, everybody here is brilliant. And I am not go with, wow, everyone here is brilliant. I am really going to learn a lot. I am here to learn and to absorb from these people. That is the newest script, and it's very much related to the first and the second point that I tell you. But this is an actual newest script that you need to put into yourself. And then you visualize success. Do what professional athletes do spend time beforehand. Picturing yourself making a successful presentation on helping that client answer all the questions very calm and collected. Or if you're going into a situation with a meeting with like big bosses and things like that, just think about your position. Think about how you are expressing yourself. Even think about the energy that you're going to show. Imagine that you are sending to these people wave and wave of positive Energy, and that is something that helped me quite a lot. When I recently went into the interview process again, I was literally previous, like before the interview, I was just closing my eyes and imagine that energy that I was sending to people, like a, like a shine, like a sunny day. You know, when you are like, oh my god, I can not see something like that. That helped me quite a lot. And the moment that I start having the chat. They smile at me, I I smile back, and everything, you know, flows much better when you imagine those kind of things. And also develop a healthy response to failures and mistake-making. So Henry Ford once said, failure is only the opportunity to begin again more intelligently. I love that I could say that word once. (laughs) But instead of beating yourself up for failing short, do what players on the losing sport team do and glean the learning value from the loss and move on reminding yourself, I will get them next time. That is what you need to think. And you need to think, what can I learn? What can I learn from this? That is another Things so you don't, you will never see these uh, failures as a negative, it's just as a way of learning new skills and learning how to do it better later. So, don't fight the imposter syndrome, don't try to avoid it, don't try to hide it from yourself, embrace it. Accept it and move on, because I promised you that when you look back, you will be feeling very, very proud of yourself. The moment that we recognize that we have that is the moment when we can take action. But the more we try to deny that it's not happening, the worse things will become. Remember, it's not what you are that holds you back. It's what you think you are not. Remember that and and remember that you can get away from that syndrome and that doesn't mean that you will you won't feel like that never ever again but what is going to happen is you're going to be able to identify that very very in that very very earliest stages you're going to be able to change the script and you're going to start Believing that new script very, very soon. And then that imposter syndrome will take rather than days, probably hours or probably minutes, and then you will be fine and then you will move on. So this is all for me, beautiful woman. I want you to know that you are not a fraud, okay? You are not, you are the real deal. And the world needs to know about it. So go out and show them what you're made of. Regardless if it's in a corporate environment, if it's with your new career, if it's with your new business, just go and smash it because you are the best. Thank you so much for listening today. And let me tell you something, the coming episodes, you need to stay tuned because I'm going to have the most amazing, incredible guest and we are going to talk about all the things that you need to do to absolutely, totally flourish. We are going to talk about visualization and the power of it. We're going to talk about the self-development, life coaching and how to smash linkedin as well so the next guests are just incredible and you can't miss them so stay tuned and see you next week bye well thank you so much for staying with me until the end And if you like this episode, give me a like and leave a review so I can reach as many people as possible and share the love. Also, you can subscribe and listen to this episode in Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. If you want the notes of this episode, go to www.la-mantuana.com slash blog. Or if you want to connect with me, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Lam Antwana UK or join my community, I am Mantona on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. It was a pleasure talking to you today. But remember, everybody has a Mantuana inside. Stay with me and discover yours. See you next week. Bye.